episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or ever listen to the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so excited to share that this episode is brought to you by our friends at Motto. Motto is the new no-nonsense hookup app for gay and queer people. Hookup apps have become a staple in queer culture, but they also come with bullshit. Headless torsos, blank profiles, catfishing, endless scrolling on the grid for hours. We've all been there on Motto. Every profile is verified by a real human, and every photo has a face. Motto sends you daily matches of people who make who match your interests and kinks. There are no fees, no ads, and no nonsense. Get Motto today by going to tinyurl.com slash talk or visit the link in my link tree. Motto, gain queer hookups without the nonsense. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Let's do it. The queens were forced to pair up with a competitor to sing original tracks by Sex on Legs Leland. So who duetted to the top and who duetted their way out? It's time to find out as we talk all things Queen of the Universe 2. And joining me is friend of the pod who is always willing to duet with me, Miss Felicia. How are you? I'm so good and I am always happy to be your duet partner. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, as always, I must do a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us through reality television production. We are shown what the editing of the television show wants us to see. We react as what is presented. Yes, the real people will be an opportunity to go on television and share their crap, but they've also been themselves in decisions to discuss. What is said on this podcast is for entertainment to discuss reality television show. All right. Now, uh, so this is technically episode three. It's only the second episode of the podcast because I I couldn't do that. Why would you split it up? That's right. Dumb. That would that would have been silly goose. Um, and I had Novazar. Why would I split up t- uh, two episodes with Novazar? She can give me all the fucking tea, friends. So true. Um, but just three episodes in. Um, upgrade, downgrade from season one. What are we feeling? Same grade, honestly. Okay. Same grade. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah. a little shocked that we're putting the duet episode right here, but I, I guess- hate I hate the duet episode, especially if they're doing original songs. Mm-hmm. I want to hear like good music. Well, I mean, so, I get why we're doing it because in the world of Drag Race, that's how you make your money. Yeah, it is very Drag Race challenge. But, um, but I was just a little surprised that we put it on our so third soon. episode. Yeah. Like, at their second performance. Well, I mean, they have they have less queens this season, don't they? Right. Well, they could have done it when they did six and had three pairs. But I guess you yeah. really want to crank out those songs for us to listen to. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, but yeah, other than that, I, I'm enjoying, and I think we have some real talent. There's definitely clear front runners, and then there's people who are there. Yeah, definitely. Friends, don't forget about the podcast favorite game, Queen of the Universe Bumper Count. Take a drink of your favorite libation or non-alcoholic bevy every time we mention the use of the Queen of the Universe Bumper. Um, Queen of the Universe. I love it. I don't know why. It's so It is a very stupid. good bumper. It's great. It's so good. And it but gets I'm surprised your fucking head. They're not using the drag queen version this time. No, no, no. Listen, I don't want more drag queen content. <laughs> I love drag. <laughs> We're probably going to have more drag queen content very soon. I don't want it now. All right. It's it was supposed to be announced today. I don't, I don't know why it was not announced today because it was supposed to happen in one of the prides and it didn't. 
Um, so we're just gonna wait. We're gonna we're gonna keep waiting for that big announcement. But come on, it's it's the worst kept secret. I don't know what you're talking about, unless it's unless I do, and I just didn't know Greg was part of it. But Drag Race Brazil. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If she's not the host, then someone played us big time. Yeah, and I mean that makes the most sense. It does. It does. Shall we get into this episode? Because I, 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 I got feelings. Let's get into it. I have feelings too. <laughs> the queens head back to the work room, the lounge, whatever we're calling it, because this sounds like we're about to do a recap of Drag Race, but alas, it's not. Um, the queens are through, and before they can get out of drag, host with the most, Graham Norton visits them backstage. Surprise! He's got some news. The next show is a night of duets, but of course there is a twist. Tiger Brava. As the queen who has been saved is now officially the power bottom. Ooh, sex jokes, sex jokes. Um, she would she she seems like a power bottom. She does, yeah. She gives you that masculine energy, but she's like, no, pound me, daddy. Mm-hmm. We will learn that the queen who was the top studio audience vote was. Viola, shocker. Of course, the Brits are going to give it to the hometown girl with her parents in the audience. Yeah, um, I mean, she did do, she did a good job. She, she did well. Um, but the joke of this segment is calling her a power top. Bullshit. That's the lie. Harry Potter likes to be pounded. You know it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, Does she true. not look like Harry Potter? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, as the power pair, Tyga and Viola will be the first duet coupling. Not only do they get to choose the song they want to perform, they are also in charge of putting together the other duet partners, as well as the genre they will sing. So they got the power. Mm-hmm. Before being results-oriented, what did you think of this twist at first? Um, it's kind of dumb that like the worst queen got the power. But okay, like whatever. but it's also the best queen. So yeah, like, it's it, true. It, Both of them. It's a first it power. Evens out. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like whatever. Um, now Viola knows that she is about to start some drama, but the wise sage that is Giselle Royale says that oh. what comes around goes around. Mm-hmm. Do you live by that mantra? Yeah, totally. Karma's a bitch, fuckers. It is. Yeah. I don't know like what I did to piss so off karma. Yeah, I don't know who I pissed off, but apparently Karma's still get me. Mm. All right, guess what? Queen of the Universe bumper count number one. It is now our new show, and Graham walks on stage flanked by hot men. I wish that were my life. I wish I could just go somewhere and six hot guys just walk with me. Amen to that. Um, maybe if I ever win the lotto, that, that would be my life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all you I have could to do is prom- at any point. Yeah, all I have to do is promise them a week at Fire Island and it's done. Done deal. It's a very often used tactic. <laughs> Graham reminds us that eight singing superstars from across the globe are about to battle it out for a cash prize of $250,000, which is still more than what you get on Drag Race. The fuck? I mean, come on. Um, I, we talked about it last week of No Bazaar, but uh, they were like, I mean, yes, you do less, um, but it's a draw why not want to why wouldn't yeah. you be on this show oh well absolutely that but like drag race can give a little bit more money i think i mean they do give out a lot of money like throughout the seasons too like yeah, to sasha colby like, only one person gets fucking money i mean all stars like they like kind of like 
five thousand dollars if you win the challenge, then another ten if you win the lip sync. So it's like unless you can't lip sync like Jimbo. Well, yeah. Then Candy Muse gets it all. We'll talk about that, friends. <laughs> now, if the judging panel looks a little slim, let's discuss the pop diva panel is missing a spice. We learned that. Quote, due to circumstances beyond their control, Mel B is unable to join them. Uh, do you think she had some baby daddy issues with her Amsterdam daddy? Ooh, maybe. And spicy. Um, it's very much giving drag me to dinner. That one judge had COVID like the whole time. We're not talking about that show. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I wish it was like a full actual reality show, like like unscripted fun like actually them doing it that is what i thought it was the writing is bad yeah um do you think she had covid did she have a gig with the spice gals uh what what what, where was she i don't know i don't i have no idea what if she doesn't return next week maybe she's dead (gasps) there it is all right we are reminded that do at night as the theme is Two queens, one song. Uh, and Trixie's reaction to it was my reaction to you. Remember that video? Yeah, of course. Two girls, one cup. Um, it, the OG it, days of the viral video. The, the OG viral video. Um, it's kind of crazy that that video is over 10 years old. It's like 20 years old. No, it's not. Not, no, it was, no, not it was when I was still in college. But it's like 15. It's, it's, like, all, it's like 15. No, don't age me that much. It's no, yeah. I watched it in seventh grade, and it's been ten years since I graduated high school. So, seventh grade. Yeah, that's disgusting. I watched it in college, and I was like, "It's like two thousand eight, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Wow. Yeah, Maybe we're old. Video on like viral. Video. I'm old, and you're older rude um but i was listening the other day to another viral video um remember the numa numa dance i don't know what that is maya he maya home oh yeah yeah Yeah. numa dance um i didn't know but that band ozone is moldovan and i love moldovan music crazy awesome all right um we're gonna see how our power top and power bottoms the divas up First, Viola picks up a card for a rock ballad and then R&B, so we know those are two options. Before we learn the others, Tyga suggests that they say at the same time which one they want. They both say pop, so it's theirs. Time to assign the queens. Are they going to be strategic or nice? Viola doesn't want anyone to be better than them, and Tyga says at the end of the day, it's a competition. How would you form the other pairs? Um, I feel like they did like a very nice pairing for everyone, honestly. Uh, but, would you be competitive so, or would you be fair? Oh, competitive. Okay. So our they, cast, pairings, they cast me as the villain and I'm going to deliver. That's Let's fair. be honest. Um, our pairings are Tyga and Viola, Giselle and Militia, Love, Mississippi and Trevor, Ashley, and finally, Maxie and Aura. Um, so you're not surprised by any of these pairings? No. I feel like the most like uh, illy matched was Masisi and um, mm-hmm. Trevor. Absolutely. But, if but you otherwise, got to pick, I feel like they would complement each other. If you well. got to pick a duet partner of any of these final eight, who do you want? So I haven't said it yet, but I am fully a Giselle Stan. Um, she's like one of my biggest drag inspirations. Um, I love what her. What song so, do you want to duet with Giselle? 
out of these four? No, no, no. Any song in the oh, world. Any song in the world. I don't know. Um, <laughs> what's a good duet? Maybe like the boy's mind would be fun to like. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Of course. Yes, 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 yes. Or you don't want to sing a whole new song oh, with her? No. No. Um oh, oh, no more tears would be fierce. Let's do okay. that. All right, there it is. Giselle, I'll if you're listening, she can be this Felicia is she's ready for you. Love that. Let's do it. All right, we're getting our queen of the universe bumper count number two. Now, before we listen to the songs, Graham shares that each pair will be performing an original duet composed by their musical director, Leland, who is going to have a very, very busy week on the podcast because it's not the only time he was mentioned this week. No. Um, Oh, yeah. The queens get to write the lyrics themselves, which I think is fun. Um, Yeah. if, If these artists are going to be international superstars as Greg is now. Um, yeah, they, they should be able to write their own music and, and have a say in what the song that they're producing is. Totally. Now, were you a fan of the duet challenge last season? No, I hated it last season. Yeah. I hated it this season. Yeah. Too, so. um, I do want, I will say, I do think we had some brilliant songs and I still... This time? No, last season. Oh, um, okay. I still sing Damn That Man because men suck. That is my anthem. I love that That's one. That's true. That's true. All right, Graham, we'll ask the power couple if they're going to going into the challenge with an advantage and Viola says 100%. I'm sorry, 1,000% because, girl, that's my real number. Um, it's time for queen on queen action. Starting off with Viola and Tiger Brava. Viola says that the pressure is on to remain in the top, so she has so much proof. They chose pop because it's a big contrast to their first performance and it's a way to show the range of their skills. Um, also, I would like you to peep the t-shirt that Tyga is wearing in that moment. She is wearing a shirt, t-shirt that says Maricon, and it's very loud and proud. Do you know what Maricon means? I do. Yeah. Um, I'm not um, shocked that she's wearing it, but I'm shocked that they didn't censor it. Yeah, a little blur, actually. Only because in America, uh, we, we, don't, we don't like to say that word. But in the Spanish-speaking world say it all the time um shout out to one of my favorite drag names out there and friend of the pod medicon carne that'll work right so fun uh she'll be on the drag race mexico podcast coming up friends yeah anyway Tyga has something to prove after last week she says it was horrible to be in the position to be potentially going home she knows she needs to do better and she has to show that she can kill the performance so we're going to hear a little sample of viola's lyrics it goes, I was a loner, stuck with a boner. So yes, it is true. She is 20 years old. Miss Felicia, can I ask you the last time you colloquially used the word boner? Um, probably like, when you were 20 years old. Yeah, no, probably a little bit before then, honestly. Okay. Like 17, um, 17. Boner. Now, Tyga tells us that in Mexico, they are very good at double entendres, but not actually saying the word. And I love a good double entendre. So I was like, I'm with you, girl. Um, I'm not sure that I want to like recall and sing this song with the word boner in it. Boner in it. Yeah. It's not going to be on like your Spotify hot list. No. The bitch is horny, though. Viola says that she has a vulgar sense of humor because she's British, which checks out. Also, still, I would do you, Harry Potter. You look, you're very, very cute. Very, very cute. Viola, um, will, yeah, spe- speaking of Harry Potter's that you want to do, 
Are you buying Caroline's merch? That's the Carson pillow that says I'm an ally with a rainbow and he's shirtless. Have you not seen her merch? It's in my cart. Okay. <laughs> we'll we'll get so. there. When I have some money to expend on it, I, I'll consider it. Now, question with that. Is it just the pillowcase or you get the pillow with it? Oh, uh, it's probably a case. Okay. It's not in my shopping cart, so I don't know for sure. Uh, if anyone wants to buy me the um, pillow in question, um, yes, please. We'll set up a P.O. box. <laughs> yeah. And also, I didn't know that apparently Carson was selling pillows beforehand, and that's like the correlation of the two. I, I don't uh, know. Um, all I can say is I did not have a pre-survivor Carson pillow. Um, but if anyone has one, I'll take it. All right. So, um, Viola will throw out the option to Tyga that not only singing in Spanish for her, but teaching her some Spanish to sing in as well. A very bold move. Yeah, sure. They're going to meet with Leland, who is still hot as ever. And to remind folks at home, Leland has recorded with Troy Savon, Selena Gomez, and essentially every single season of the modern era of drag race in a lot of countries, many, many countries, Leland yeah. uh, gets a paycheck from. Leland's got one of the best lives, doesn't he? I don't know about his life, but he, he gets to, to deal with fun. <laughs> Troy Sivan. Yeah. I love him. Anyway, uh, who's Gabe? Where, where's Freddie Scott? What? What did you just say? Where was Freddie Scott? Remember Freddie Scott, the redhead from uh, his, his partner in crime? No. Nope. You don't remember him? No. He was he was flirting with Copper Top on uh, UK four, uh, Ginger and Ginger. Okay. okay. Anyway, we're gonna get a little more lyrics from Viola here as she shares. I kept on crying, shoving his cock down my throat. So she is in fact a power bottom. Works for me. Um, Leland says that it's about seeing how far to push it and then pulling back and says the first two lines would be very good in her verse, not the next two. Um, <laughs> I guess he is not into the throat goat of it all. Oh. Um, I kept on crying, shoving his cock down my throat. Yeah. Those are lyrics. <laughs> Those are words. <laughs> Viola likes working with Leland. She doesn't think her and Tyga voices blend vocally that well, but they've put in the work to get their harmonies to stick out. We're going to get like very little content here from Tyga in this segment. It was all about Viola wanting to be a top, which is <laughs> a funny comment. Uh, but Tyga thinks as long as they remember the lyrics and the hair is big enough for Tri Trixie and Michelle, they're going to nail it. Yeah. Let's start with the look. Um, I think we had a close attempt to try to match the looks with Tyga in metallic gold and Viola in a yellow gold. Yeah, they were definitely trying to match. They both got the big blonde memo. So there's that. Um, Viola is wearing the least. Tyga is doing the most. Though I would have cut those ruffle shoulders as the proportions were a bit off, but she gave you drag. You can't be mad at the drag. Um, I thought, wait, who are we talking about? Tyga. Uh, Tyga. Um, I thought she looked phenomenal. Uh, she looks like Jubilee. Do you the know Jubilee Ro Rogue? Oh, no, Jubilee Rogue. Drag, I was like, the drag queen. Okay, yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can um, see that. No, I think she looked gorgeous. Um, and then uh, Viola. Uh, yeah, but well, as, we'll Trixie, discuss her. as Trixie clopped, it was obviously borrowed, or maybe yeah. not obviously borrowed, but it was obviously not basic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's hard to match golds, like, it's one of the hardest colors to match because there are so many varieties yeah, of gold. True. So, even if they, unless they had the same fabric, they were not going to be perfect. So, I'll give them a little bit of leeway, but 
for what the song was, it worked. Yeah. Let's do it. The song is called T4B, which we know in the industry, top for bottom. Literally my life. Yeah, okay. Don't read me like that, bitch. Um, I kind of love that they were performing on a gold eggplant. Like that was flaming home, hot homosexual gayness. Yeah, I also liked that the backup dancers are dressed up as eggplants and I guess peaches. So fucking funny. Yeah. I think Tyga had a brilliant vocal. It worked. It fit just right. Viola's yeah. voice isn't suited for this style of pop. No, she didn't quite have the no. vocal prowess. Um, no. And it was very much overridden by Tyga. Yeah, I mean, Tyga had that one bad note. The big yeah. note that was that was a wonky thing. And then the rest was, she redeemed it later mm-hmm. on. And then I agree that, like, it was not in Viola's, like, real house. And it showed. But, like, she was vocally consistent i feel like and she Absolutely. did she did well with the harmonies too so um the spanish section was brilliant good for yeah. viola going there uh, but really viola was the guest vocalist on this track this was all taiga 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 um yeah. i will say i when we got to the key change it was very high for viola and it just made taiga soar even more because it was right in her power voice yeah. uh, it was a cute and fun performance and also the judges with arrows was hilarious of course michelle and vanessa are tops yes yes all right shall we get to the judges um, go ahead what do you have to say Anybody? i hated the song in general and i thought for a singing competition it didn't really do a good job of uh highlighting anyone's vocal talent well taiga did do a better job i think and it was better suited for her in general, it really didn't show me anything about how either of them were as singers, right. which isn't necessarily their fault at all. Michelle says that Tyga's voice this week was very strong and very in control. She says her drag is really fun and her makeup is pretty. And her hair is better, has a better height. She says that Viola's voice is very pretty. She says that their two voices are nice because they're so different. She says Tyga is a belter and Viola is very smoky and tells Viola that in this type of look, it's either going to be a short or it's going to be a panty as she has a shanty. She tells her if she wants to flatter, always make it higher. And what Viola got out of it was show more vagina. Uh, no, no, that's not right. Michelle says it's always worked for her and look at her now. Vanessa says she will ask for everyone what T for B means. Bullshit, Vivian. Bullshit. You know what T yeah, for B Yeah, she knew. Means. She knew. Tiger says it's looking for a key that would go pretty well with the lock. Mm-hmm. Michelle will say that a lot of people claim to be, mm-hmm, a lot of people will claim to be the key when they're really the lock. Uh, she just read all you verse bitches. Ah, uh, no, not all of us verse bitches, just some of them. Trixie says, "Don't talk about her like she's not there." And Vanessa will finally give critique and tells Viola that she gave her give gave them power with lip in the eye. She tells Tyga that she has transformed as she has gotten much sleeker and edgy and graphic. Trixie will ask Viola if she had the outfit to which Viola says she had to borrow it from Aura. Trixie says that she knew when she came out there it had to be a last minute choice. She's been in a drag show. She knows how things go. She says it was probably one of Tyga's coolest looks she could have pulled out and Viola had to borrow something. She tells Tyga that she outsang Viola as she was the A plus and Viola was the A. She says they made each other sound good. All right. So here's how we do it, friends. As a reminder... We asked the audience, pitch perfect or off key, and that should hopefully 
be about the whole performance and package and look and everything. I was wondering about that on the Instagram yes. voting. Are we yes, voting about for everything. looks or it's about everything. the whole package? Right. I'm glad we clarified. <laughs> As the audience says, they were 58% pitch perfect, 42% off key. So they were not a fan of this performance. Very middle. I mean, it was I, split. I give a score. I give a number out of 10. I'm going to give them a nine. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm giving them a six. Okay. Point of the universe bumper count number three. Let's move on. Before we get to the video, Graham points out to Maxi and Aura that they are the only pairing where English is their second language. How challenging was that? Well, Aura says that the whole competition is a challenge after another, and if they can prove that also, it would be amazing for everyone to see. And proof, English is a second language. Yeah, yeah. You didn't answer the question. We're going to head to the decision desk, a.k.a. the reveal of the songs and pairs. And Viola thinks she's RuPaul in the moment. I'm like, I can role play too. Come over, babe. Whatever you want to play. Um, Maxi and Aura are assigned as a pair to do R&B. Interesting. Not the duo I thought would get R&B. Yeah, but if we're being honest about the actual genres of the song. No. Did the group... <laughs> That was did it get R and B that you thought would not actually have R and B because it felt like R and B to me. They they did. And then I don't uh, I don't know uh, what this was, but it was pop. It was absolutely yeah. Pop. If, if Bang Bang is R and B, then yeah. there you go. Sora thinks they are paired to give them a challenge, and Giselle will ask Maxi if she's not happy, and Maxi does that. I am, but we all know that's a lie. No, she's not happy. She was just shocked because she don't know her. Girl, y'all met like, a day ago. Calm down. Y'all, y'all don't know any of them. So who are you expecting to get? Was my question. Aura wants to be Queen One. She says the song This Hot is the title is meant to tell to the universe that they are that bitch. Aura says that with R&B, they have to describe something that happened with somebody else, like a partner. And Maxi says that they are the hot ones and have to talk about themselves and their body. Aura is afraid that they are going to have different opinions. Aura will sample a bit of her lyrics and Maxi's like, nah, that's not working. No, bad. <laughs> oh, okay. You're you're literally going to tell the girl, no, it's not working. I thought you don't know her. You don't say that to someone you don't know. Well, they need a good product, I guess. Now, Maxi says that they are not agreeing and not agreeing with your partner is a healthy thing. And I'm like, okay she says that you have to learn from it i was like do you now with leland he will ask what it was like writing in english and aura says it's sometimes easier as english is more straightforward um yeah facts are facts america we just say shit Uh not the same for maxi though tagalog is her first language and says that english is hard to communicate she says no one in her family speaks english as she learned it herself she thinks if something is not going well bash her um for those who follow drag race philippines you know that they do speak tagalog and there is a lot of english built into tagalog um so it is a little more accessible that being said, Aura is worried as she didn't connect well with Maxi, but they have to nail it. And Maxi says they have to remember the lyrics, the dance moves, and set the stage on fire. Okay, this is now the second video package where they like remember the lyrics. Um, is this is somebody going to forget happened? the lyrics? Maybe. Do you think like they like someone fucked up or, or or they only had like a day to prepare? I mean, it doesn't seem like they have that much time to prepare. Probably now, as someone who has performed on the the, the theatrical stage, yes. How how fast are you at learning lyrics? Um, it depends. Um, if I like really want to like 
commit to it. I can do it in like a few hours. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Good um, to know. But normally it's more like I'll, I'll just have it on repeat a bunch and gradually know all the lyrics. Yeah. All right, so yeah. they are orange and uh, kind of cool. I think Aura is giving you this pop diva in the black with the orange jacket, very, very video vixen. Maxi is serving drag, like those ball pigtails, wild. Mm. Uh, I they do like fit it. together, though. I wish Maxi had some black on her outfit to really tie it all to have them as a real pair because Maxi had no black. Yeah, I feel like Ma- Maxi's look was a little like, uh, like we've seen it done way better before. The headpiece mm-hmm. like was a little baggy. I don't know. I know Shall the fabric we... personally. That's fair. That's... Did you like? But Laura's? it was cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Not not particularly, but it's all right. It's all right. Can't wait. They're to both get cute. The last pair. Oh god. They're both cute. <laughs> the song. I, I like... Okay. Whatever. <laughs> The song, the first lyrics are, have you ever been with anyone this hot? And my answer is no. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I loved the performance from Aura. She showed her vocals so well. Maxie didn't have the power at the start, but she got there. Um, I love that they both brought their original language into their verses. Yeah. I think it could have been sexier. They were afraid to play it sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I thought it was great. I thought they did a great job, and I agree with everything you'd said. And yeah, I think they could have pushed it a little further. Um, I think they did blend better than they sold it. Uh, in the yeah, definitely. Yeah. This could have been a VMA performance. Like I bought it. I I saw this on a big stage. Exactly. That's what I got from it. And if Leland were to give this song to the right performer, I think this could be a pop hit. Yeah, I mean, it very much gave me, like, bang-bang vibes. Yeah, it was really, really, really well done. Um, I just was not necessarily fully sold on the performance aspect of it. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Michelle says that they got the orange memo, and they are officially massages. Welcome to the family. She says she loved that they included Italian and Tagalog in there. She thinks Aura's voice stepped up, but can still see a little nerve and shakiness. She tells her to trust her instrument, as she has it in this little pop star chihuahua. She tells Maxie that in the Philippines, they approach music in a different way, and she loves that about her country and feels like she represented that. She says that thanks to Vanessa, she thinks she looks like a little baby Cardi B. Vanessa she says... Did. She definitely she did. did look like Cardi B when she made that the face. Yeah. Vanessa says they gave them more since last episode. She says it seems like they're really good friends and that's how it was working together. And Aura says they actually were not so. They were more the Brandy and Monica of the situation. The judges all loved that answer. They, uh, are they you like, Brandy or Monica? Which one? I'm a Monica, but power mm-hmm. to Brandy. I do love Brandy, but in the context of who we are. Trixie will say, no, this is more like Trixie and Michelle. Very funny. Aura says that they had to get to know each other first and say, she says the, they found herself being happy. So um, she's happy knowing her. Maxie says she is thankful and has learned a lot from Italian to her passion, to her beautiful face. Trixie says they didn't think they were real friends at first, but it's the story of two people coming together and bonding over being hot. Mm-hmm. What a story. She says they are both gorgeous. She says she loves Aura Snatch pony with the makeup and the hair she says the only acceptable way to wear hair like that she says to maxi that her look is cool she asks at first if that is what she was supposed to wear how she was supposed to wear the beads is apparently trixie's been wearing them wrong for years she says they um 
like it was the it was like their first time singing together for which for a duet challenge the ultimate compliment um have you been wearing your beads wrong apparently so yeah he 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 this was the horniest episode of the show isn't it everything was very horny today yeah the audience they were very happy with this performance 100 pitch perfect wow yeah Mm -hmm. nice good i am going to give them an 8.5 i'm gonna give them a seven okay queen of the universe cow bummer count number four we are now going to see that Giselle and Militia being paired up as they will be performing a ballad. Militia was shocked that she not only got paired with Giselle on the ballad, as it was exactly what she wanted. She says it helps being flirty with the one making the choices. So do we have a showmance between Tyga and Militia? Let's see. Um, interesting combo. Yeah, yeah. Militia and Giselle chat as they have both been singing gospel music in church and says that jazz is basically just using the voice of the instrument to mix with the physical instruments. Militia says that they speak the same musical language. Giselle hasn't done a duet outside of lip syncing. She is used to singing by herself, but is impressed with Militia's knowledge of music and writing. What about you? Have you been able to sing with a duet partner or are you a solo singer? I mean, I'm a solo singer, but I've sung like I've, went to school for musical theater and stuff so like i've had to do duets before (laughs) will they make it nasty as it is a beautiful ballad well giselle sings i'm gonna give it give for you and it's nasty like i'm gonna give for you militia thinks it was going to be a great collaboration as they head to meet leland and his beautiful lyrics leland tells them he looks over their lyrics and the word he describes it is horny baby uh, Militia wants it to be classy, horny. Um, is that even possible? What oh, yeah, that's, that's actually Felicia's whole thing. Yeah, with that name, very classy. <laughs> she's a lady, but she's also a slut. <laughs> there it is. She will tell us this is the longest span she has gone without any intimate connections. She says it's harder because there are pretty people. Um, I'm not going to even disclose how long it's been since I've had an intimate connection. Uh, It's been months. And um, maybe that's why I'm having memory issues. That could be it. It could be it. Could you imagine? Probably it. You lose your your memory because you don't have enough sex. Nine times out of ten. When we hear them record, it sounded it sounded like a dying dog. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay so i think they were probably like at the end of the song they were just spitballing some things and i can't remember for sure but they probably put like background music that was in a different key from whatever they were singing it was on bad. top of that but it was i was a little crazy <laughs> leland will map out for them who sings the ad libs and where because that's very and that's important. what they needed they yeah. yeah and that's what he was there for and it was it was not the performance. It was like a coaching session. So that's where you hit hard and exactly. miss, essentially. Now, Giselle knows that they presented wasn't perfect, but says it was a great start. Uh, he, she knows that he will put the finishing touches on the song. They take each other as their wives until this episode does them part. And then next week, fuck you, bitch. Um, <laughs> I love that. They had a good chemistry just as a they did, yeah. before performing. Um, I don't know if they know each other outside of the competition, if they knew of each other. I mean, let, let, let again, let's I feel like 
they're both everyone pretty knows notable. Right. Everyone, everyone knows, knows who Giselle is. And I feel like I've heard of Militia. Right. And uh, Militia had just won Alaska's competition. So, like, oh, everyone there you knew. Go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The look. Um, the wedding dresses were a choice. I think Giselle <laughs> looks brilliant. Militia. For me, it was the makeup. It was so heavy and dark that I don't think it paired well with her partner. And also, Malicia's hair was a choice. Like, if we're going 80s, 90s, like, I get that. But it was not appealing to me. Uh, they are the most cohesive, and yet I just don't care for it whatsoever. Okay, yeah. Um, I thought Giselle looked beautiful. Um, at first, I thought um, Malicia's was like that, like, sequin stretch like sequin printed holographic stretch fabric, but it's like, was like stoned netting. I think it was pretty. Um, she looked good. And I, like, I want to ask you, what are the odds that they'll have wedding? They'll have that, just brought wedding dresses. That, like, they must've all been, I feel like, I feel like Giselle probably had the, well, I don't know what happened, but they were probably all told bring X, Y, Z. Like you are on drag race. Yeah. Like you don't know what challenge you're going to do. So they probably are all told to bring a wedding dress look, an orange look, a leopard yeah. look, a gold look. Um, I just... Choices. <laughs> I liked them. I thought they were okay. I definitely liked... I loved Giselle's. And then I thought Malicia's was a step up from however she looked last. It's true. Time, um, their so. song <laughs> is called Gagging for You. This is 90s R&B realness. <laughs> I... Love that we were getting that mic moment. Um, individually, they sounded incredible, but I'm not yeah. here for the blend in that upper register. I think Militia dragged Giselle down. Militia should have stayed in that lower register. Like, give us that, like, Peebo Bryson 90s realness. Mm-hmm. Giselle's mesmerizing. She is such a beautiful vocal. So good. So good. I just wasn't I- a huge fan of the song, and that's why I was so not into it. I'm just not a battle girly. See, I felt exactly the opposite. I thought this was literally the only good song of the night. And because it was a ballad and because it showed off their vocals and like I mean, the rest was all just noise. Like the way that Giselle honest. wailed at the end, perfection. So good. What the fuck was perfection. Vanessa Williams talking about? I mean, we'll get to They that. are trying to, but, they're there, but they're okay. like, we know you're going to win. We just can't let and you have it. I have to mention this. I don't know if anyone else has noticed, but every other contestant has had backup dancers and like full production and giselle hasn't had that for either of her numbers I'm and curious. she's the, only, she's the I'm, only one i'm curious if she said no yeah because i feel like this time they could have benefited because they complained that it wasn't that funny but i think if they had like two grooms um and then maybe like and then did the madonna then, like kiss. a br- br- bridal party and then they like and you think they're gonna they're getting married to the grooms, and then it turns out that they're getting married to each other. Look and at you doing a production number. Brilliant. I agree. <laughs> That's why I do what I do. All right, judging. Trixie thanks them for the flowers as they made a catcher out of her. Bet you always were. Um, she says that it's a collarbone and shoulder for Giselle. She says Militia went full Tony Braxton. She says, as far as comedic wise, she thinks if they would have sold it more more melodramatic, it would have been funnier as it was nasty. Okay, but this wasn't a comedy challenge, also. But it's drag. They could have said that. It's drag. And it's called gagging for you. So the funny is already there. It's already written in there. Vanessa says they blended well as they were a little pitchy when they were in the units in that top. Oh, she, says, 
She thought it was hilarious. She wants to know whose idea it was for bridal. And Giselle says it was hers. As most people, when they see two brides singing a love song, they think they are singing to men, but they're actually singing to each other as they are the lesbians of the cast. Michelle says she would have work would have worked either one of those to her worn either one of those to her wedding and would have felt stunning. She says she loves the idea of them doing this 80s power ballad and love that she played it straight. She thinks if they went melodramatic, it would have been too much and not believable. Agreed. She says this was believable and ridiculous. Clearly, you and I have very, very different opinions of this because yeah. I didn't I wanted it the Trixie way, but that's me loving drag and loving camp. Okay. And this is me loving drag and loving talent. <laughs> wow. The audience, 83% pitch perfect, 17% off top, off key. Yeah. I'm going to give them a score of eight. I give them a nine. Okay. All right. Queen of the Universe, book yeah. count number five. It's our final pairing. Now, Graham is going to ask Love, Miss Sissy and Trevor Ashley why they were paired together. And Trevor thinks it's because they thought it was a nursing home special putting the two old people together. Ha, 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 ha. She jokes that if you stick the old folks together because they're definitely going to lose. Bitch, don't project that. Don't put yeah, that in the audience. <laughs> You're just writing your own storyline at this <sighs> point. Now, Love, Miss Sissy is happy about the pairing as they have a history of musical theater and they have a big Broadway voice. So what's their genre? Rock. Which is not Broadway, but listen. No, I mean, Rock of Ages is on Broadway, so. We have had a lot of rock on Broadway, but it's turned into Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. Trevor is happy with rock as she loves Tina Turner Tina and Eve Share. And that's not rock, but happy pride. Tina Turner is rock. Rock light. She's a rock star. <laughs> Love Mississi says they should introduce who they are through love life. And we will learn that Love Mississi has been married three times. In this economy? Bitch, can I just be married once to yeah, finally say yeah, somebody loves me? I was me? literally thinking that. Just one time. Three times? You're making good the straights look good. Yeah, pow- power, I guess. She has learned that she stopped after three uh, as she had to work on herself. And I was like... I love that she just says the choice to stop. Trevor has been single for so long and it's like, oh my god, me too, same. Relatable, yeah. Trevor suggests that Love Miss Sissy's verse is working on herself and hers is about she worked it all. It's too hard. Love Miss Sissy calls writing songs like therapy when it's personal. They each got into each other's private lives and were able to take out the juicy details. Now with Leland, they're feeling good. Are they hard? Very hard. We will see Trevor got direction to speak sing, so we're going to get a little camp in her verse. And Love Miss Sissy is told that Leland likes that she's bringing herself into the song, but the chorus is for them to come together. They are the oldest in the competition. What could possibly go wrong? Everything. Trevor says that they are the most experienced, so they are going to smash it. Um, this was a very interesting video package. Yeah. You had Love Miss Sissy, who was like so... So possible. She... She just has such good vibes all the time. Is the is not the problem, is like, but like is the thing. She's so endearing. and Trevor's the realist. Trevor yeah. knew the reality of what this was. <laughs> yeah. The look. Uh, no, they 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 didn't, they didn't even come close. Love Miss Sissy is giving Grace Jones realness, and Trevor Ashley fell into a drag pit of doom. Yeah, I loved Miss Sissy's look. I loved love Miss Sissy's look. There is, um, and then no Trevor cohesion. with bigger hair would have been. I mean, there's Sheeta Prince. There's some Sheeta Prince. They're clashing. <laughs> I'm very much print. so. 
Agreed. I felt bad for them. This was a massive setup. Was it? I mean, that's what they brought. But that's what I got to ask. Like, is this what they were told to wear? If it was this, the rock look for all four. It was, it was, I was probably leopard print was the theme was the problem. You're never ever going to be able to match leopard print. I'm telling you, like, um, this was I'm, so hard. I know. I know. Yeah. Um, um, that being said, Trevor's look would have been better with bigger hair, like Trixie said, but it still wouldn't have been gone with it. But it, I, w- I would have liked the look in that point. Yeah. Okay. The song is. But I, I love love the sissies. It, it's great. It's great. Um, isn't it crazy that um I get to talk about Grace Jones twice this week too? Leland Grace Jones. Wild. Greg um, possibly. The song is rock hard. It's a double entendre. We love those here, don't we? Um, this is what Broadway tries to do when they do rock. Like it was trying to be rock and roll. Um. <laughs> yeah. Also, my boy, Charlie Goddard on that chain leash and a harness. Give me more. Like, look how cute he looks right there. Oh, my God. He's so handsome. Yeah. Favorite dancer of this show. I think this was a fun performance. And we saw them each get their chance to shine. But there was absolutely no chemistry. Really no co- chemistry. Um, no cohesion. But Masisi was looking down, like, a lot. Yeah. Um. I don't think Trevor has the vocals to win this competition. Oh my God. I didn't notice until honestly after until her like goodbye song, but she sounded so bad. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, I think love Missy lives in her own world. And I love that. Yes. Yeah. She was way too serious for the song. Yeah. Agreed. Maybe you heard it. Maybe I'm hearing things. The song kind of reminded me of Kelly Clarkson since you've been gone. Sure, I don't really remember the song to be honest. It's out of my mind. But. The key change for me was sex and song form. I love the key change. Uh-huh. I just think they were sabotaged. Like they fought through it, but this was not going to be a winning performance. Whatsoever. No, no, no chance about it. And it was another one that just did nothing for at nobody's voice. Like it did nothing to showcase their singing. Let's get to the judges. Vanessa says that Love and Sissy amped it up since the last episode. She saved her because she knew she had more and she gave them more. She tells Trevor that she sang rock, but she also gave them a nice loud belt that they knew she could do. She made a rock and roll and they saw that she can add more to her skill set. Michelle says there were so many eyegasms going on between them. Walking the leopard boys on a leash was like everything she ever wanted. Then the beautiful display around them was leopard, so she didn't know where to turn. She says that Trevor nailed the harmonies and La Sissy is a great bottom. She's talking about notes. She is giving her Grace Jones vibes. She loved the way they connected on the look. She tells La Sissy to remember to keep her eyes up on the camera because she is mm-hmm. beautiful. Trixie says this is one of her favorite looks she's ever seen on Queen of the Universe. And Trevor will say, <laughs> well, she feels like Rebel Wilson and Cats. To which Trixie says, Trevor, you're going to hate me because I'm talking about Love Mississi. That was so funny. <laughs> I loved that. Trixie <laughs> loves her hair, but wanted 50% more saying it's rock and to jack it Definitely. up and unusable by tomorrow. Do you have rock and roll hair? Uh, I think I took it up. I had one, but I like took it apart and now it's in like wig limbo. All right. <laughs> the audience, 21% pitch perfect, 79% off key. Not a fan of this performance and I'm going to give them a 7.5. Oh, I'm going to give them a three. Ooh, okay. Well, I, okay. I, I, gave, I gave the group that I thought was the next lowest, like a six. So that's fair. 
We are maybe I'll give them a four. I'll give them a four. Okay, a four. four. Queen of the Universe bumper count number six. Here is how the audience scoreboard for the week went. It was Aura Return on Maxi at 100%, Giselle Royale, Malicious Stunt at 83%, Tiger Brava and Viola at 58%, with Love Missy and Trevor Ashley bottoming at 21%. For those who listened to the podcast last season, you know that each week I add a score to the overall power rankings. Are you ready to hear how my power rankings went with the first two episodes, first three episodes? Super excited. All right. So right now, sitting at the bottom is Trevor Ashley with 14 points, mm. Love Mississi at 14.5, Militia Skunt at 16. We have a tie at 17 points for Maxi and Tyga. A tie between Aura and Viola with 17.5 points. And at our top is Giselle Royale at 18 points. Amen to that. So I feel like that's fair. The middle yeah, of the part, no, everyone, I feel, like I each performance. Because for me, Trevor, I didn't not enjoy as much the first week as I think a lot of other people did. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought she was fine. But then this week, I was like, oh, damn, what? Was I not hearing last yeah. week? <laughs> um, so yeah, Giselle's definitely my top top queen. Absolutely coming into it, and she's proved it me to be right. So it's time for the hard part. It's time for the audience to vote for their favorite duo. The drag-loving studio audience has spoken based on the audience vote, and we don't get to hear what it is. The in first no particular order is Viola and Tyga. No, this was that was in no particular order, so right. they weren't. Well, the uh, first pair through, the first one. Oh, announced. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The next pair moving forward is Militia Skunt and Giselle Royale. Two duos remain. The final pairing staying in the competition is Maxi and Aura, leaving our bottom pair as Love Missy and Trevor Ashley. Obviously, that's where I lean. I agree. Do you agree as well? I agree with the bottoms, and we don't know the tops. So. We don't know the tops. But so in what my happens opinion, is Giselle. Well, Graham has good news and bad news. The good news is one of them will move forward. The bad news is one of them will be leaving for good. Before they enter the competition, they were asked to have a song for survival to perform should they need to at any point in the competition. The time is now. Uh, this is what we had last season. If you remember on the duet challenge, this is the same thing that happened. Do they not do that every week? I don't know. I don't, I, I don't, they I'm not should. sure if I'm going to get that every week, but well, here is, should. here is what we got. First up is Love Missy. She'll be performing and I'm telling you, I'm not going. How yay. Like, if you're going to do this song, I feel uh, like you, I got to feel it and hear it in a way I've never heard before. That we did. She's giving you that growl. It was a little hard Mm -hmm. to connect with the performance because I don't think she gave the performance to the judges. It was very, very internal. She had a fight, but it wasn't enough to sell me. That being said, the final Love Me was so much filled with runs. It just lost the power. I thought it was, I thought she was giving until the, until that final love. Um, It was like, whoa, girl. I I thought the passion was there. It was somewhat internal, but I think she was also more playing towards the audience than just the judges and the camera. Um, I thought it was a very unique performance. Trevor Ashley. Her song is This Is Me. Happy Pride, everybody. Again, I've heard this song enough. I don't need to hear it again. I don't think her voice is right for this competition, but when it comes to acting beats, she's got it. I think my biggest issue with her vocals is how she ends every word. They're never fully complete. Yeah. It's weird. It's very, very weird. Like, I don't, I don't want to say like that's how Australians speak. It's not. She just it- She's Australian? I thought she was British. No, she's Australian. She's Australian. Yeah, you're right. Um, 
she did add some flavor in a very weird cut of the song, but it's not, it wasn't great. I thought she sounded really bad, but yeah, the acting was there. She had a moment where she like looked at Mr. C and that was good. Yeah. I mean, she's a performer. Uh, she's a theater actress, yeah. so she knows us. Yeah. Um, I felt the passion more from Love Miss Sissy, though. So I think neither of them were great, but I would... Neither of them Sissy. really had the voice, <laughs> voices to carry them in a singing competition, but I would have picked Love Miss Sissy, yeah. Well, who will the pop diva panel decide to save? The queen with the least panel votes will be leaving the competition. Trixie says Miss Sissy, while she would love to see her next week, she has to see Trevor next week. Vanessa says, love Miss Sissy. She saved her last week and she is not saving her this week. Trevor is her choice. And with two votes, Trevor is going through. But to be clear, Michelle would have saved Trevor as it came down to the little tiny bit about singing. That small part of this competition. Love Miss Sissy thanks everyone for the experience as she was so happy to share her talent and represent the Netherlands. And we get her final Queen of the Universe bumper count at seven this week. So take your seven shots, friends. Um, I'm kind of sad to lose Love Miss Sissy. I think um, she is really a really unique drag artist. Um, I was a fan of hers on Drag Race Holland 2. I know what she went through during that production period um i got to interview her last year at dragon she's really really one of the most genuine people um uh, according to novazar she's now back in new york so friends go find her uh go support her but um i'm I'm glad she got this platform yeah um everything you said like i do her energy is so amazing she has a really cool sense of style and outlook on drag and like she does i've never met her but she does come off very genuine and like real and honest and just pause and positive so i love that about her like if you were Um, at a bar and had a chat with her it's not going to be a diluted oh my god you're a gay at a bar let's have a conversation right she's going going to know about your life story she's going to give you advice about life and that's amazing person so congrats to love my sissy i wish she lasted longer Um, same i think last week if she did a different song it would have been a different outcome yeah, I think it came out to Trevor being safe last week and her being on the bottom last week. All right, uh, burning question time. I guess we kind of did it, but what, what, is, what is Love Miss Sissy's legacy? Good vibes, a unique voice, a do you think, outlook. Do you think Rue would give her a call for Reverse the World? I would love that. I would love that. I mean, I think this platform helped. She's obviously on their radar. Like, yeah, that's exactly. Like, I based think, on her first season, I would have necessarily thought she would have been. But, I mean, you know, I like I've already said, said it last week. I said I will keep saying it. Aura Eternal will be on a Versa World season. It's absolutely going to happen. Yeah, um, I did not know her English is that good. She will be on a season. It's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but I think Love Masissi could be too, which will be interesting. I would love that. Yeah, um, and I would love to hear her drag critiques from Michelle. That's what I want to see um yeah yeah i think we all know this answer but after three episodes the winner of the season is giselle it better be or else there's some shady shit going on i don't think so i mean right now my top four are looking at giselle or viola maxi i can see that i i see that being the top four as well i mean i would maybe throw i feel like that's the whole cup is that everyone that's half of the competition well, right, because we're now we're going to be down to seven. Um, I, I, yeah, I think Tyga could be thrown in that mix. Um, I do not see Trevor Ashley winning, and I don't know. I, I don't see Militia winning this competition because I think 
everyone else is just that much better. Yeah, I, I thought that her first week was not good, but then I thought this week she proved herself vocally. I thought so. I want to see her, in seeing I what see else her without Giselle. I do yeah. think Giselle hated her. Yeah, I well, because we we've really only seen those first songs from exactly, them, basically. I don't know what next week brings. We don't get previews for the show, so who knows? Who knows? But, um, I'm enjoying it. I, I think yeah, the show is. I'm joy. along for the ride. I love that we get to see drag artists getting to sing because that is a big part of a lot of the origins of drag. So true, and the current scope of it too. Do you think we'll get Spicy back? Some scary Spice coming back? Yeah, yeah. She was <laughs> even in the credits this week, so. All right. She got paid for that episode <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> um, all right. Where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Happy Pride. Yeah, happy Pride. You can follow me on Instagram at Miss Felicia. That's at M-I-S-S-F-E-L-L-A. Whoa, I just had a stroke. That's at M-I-S-S-F-E-L-L-A-T-I-A because I will blow you away. Um, you can Venmo me at Venmo at T-G-R-U-N-I-M which is also my boy Instagram if you want to follow me there. You can catch me in drag the first Wednesday and the third Thursday of every month at Sycamore in Brooklyn. I host a fierce bingo show. It's a blast. I sing and I don't sometimes. So come through. (laughs) Yeah. Well, this was fun. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me as always. 